you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot you know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's going on, everybody? DJ Bucky here with you on Move the Sticks. Buck, uh, first of all, hope everything is is well with you and the family. We try and keep up with each other uh, via text and phone calls during the week. It's been an interesting uh, interesting time in our country, to say the least, bud. Yes, yeah, it's, 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 it's been nuts. Um, just the dramatic shutdown, the quick turnaround, how everything has just kind of changed. And so for everyone who is kind of um, locked down, doing their best to make sure they keep uh, themselves and their families uh, safe and healthy, let's make sure we just adhere to what is being advised. Stay at home, kick in, pop in the Mood Sticks podcast. We're going to keep you updated. We're going to try and provide <laughs> you, you with go. enough content so you don't have to run around. But let's just make sure that everyone is being responsible so we don't spread the virus. Uh, I echo everything that Buck just said right there. And I, I do want to say, Nabil, I'll give you a little homework assignment here, Nabil, the producer. Let's let's do an episode 
uh, towards the end of the week. We're going to try and get some extra episodes to you this week because I know everybody's home and, and just looking for something here. Uh, Nabil, let's do a, uh, a Q&A episode at the end of the week. So for people that want to leave us questions, I know we've got a bunch already, but if you go to Apple Podcasts, you leave us a review, you put in a question in there. It could be draft-related, uh, free agency reaction, what have you. Drop it in there, and we'll do a Q&A uh, answer podcast later in the week. Does that work, Nabil? That works. We can do that. All right, there you go. Here's your homework assignment. We'd like to give them a little homework. <laughs> uh, Buck, this is coming fast and furious. As we're recording this, it's just after 9 o'clock on the West Coast. The free agency uh, a negotiating window, I guess, whatever they phrase this thing, has opened. Um, so it's going to be coming fast and furious with moves uh, over the next 24 hours. Mm-hmm. But as we're recording this, we've already had a bunch of interesting uh, moves that have taken place, including some big re-signings. Big re-signings. I think the biggest one came down uh, on Sunday. Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill getting a big back from the Tennessee Titans to remain their long-term starter, uh, averaging $29.5 million annually. And what it does is it enables the Tennessee Titans to continue to move in the direction that they were moving successfully at the end of the year. Ryan Tannehill played terrific football for the Tennessee Titans. Passer rating of around 117. Did a great job of sparking this offense. Pushed the ball to the playmakers on the outside. A.J. Brown, Corey Davis were involved. Jonu Smith. And then when you had big Derrick Henry running the ball effectively, it just worked for the Tennessee Titans. I can understand why John Robinson and Mike Vrabel wanted to continue to kind of play this game with Ryan Tannehill because he played so well for them. I don't think they really saw the need to go elsewhere to see if they could find someone that could upgrade their QB one spot. Yeah, and I got a lot of grief, a lot of gruff on uh, on social media mm-hmm. because I was asked by Andrew Siciliano, is Ryan Tannehill a championship caliber quarterback? Yeah. And I did not stutter, Buck. I said, yes, he is in this system. Absolutely. You know, you, you, it's... There's very few quarterbacks, and we talk about it all the time. You can count them on one hand. The guys you can put in any system and any surrounding and say, oh, that championship-level quarterback. Most people at that position are dependent on their supporting cast. And the way that they built that team, the way they played football last year, I mean, they were in the championship game. You're in the AFC championship game with a lead on the Chiefs. So how can you look at the way they've played football with Ryan Tannehill at quarterback and say they can't be a championship-caliber team? Uh, Look, you add a couple pieces here and there, their brand of football, he fits. It makes sense. It absolutely makes sense. And the reason why it makes sense is because you talked about it. The overwhelming majority of players, not just quarterbacks, of players are system players, meaning they have to be in the right system that fits their talents. What we saw in Tennessee, when Ryan Tannehill is placed in a situation where the offense is really geared to what he does really, really well, he can play at a high level. And he played at a high level in Tennessee. When you get to the championship game, I don't think there's any question whether you can say a quarterback is a championship caliber quarterback because he got you one step away from that game. Now, did he throw the ball all over the yard in the postseason? No, but I think what we have to begin to do is separate some of the stats from how a guy plays. I think he has played the game in a winning fashion for the Tennessee Titans that whatever their formula is, he is a perfect fit for that. And whatever you have to pay the starting quarterback, that's what you have to pay. But how they play is more important when it comes to building the team. And I think for Ryan Tannehill, he is the right guy for the job in Tennessee. Yeah, I agree with that one. And uh, another uh, quarterback development, we had Kirk Cousins, who just did a two-year extension 
with the Minnesota Vikings, bunch of new money there. But I, I can't help but think that some of that is from an accounting purpose. Obviously, it's great for Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets some more money in this deal, more security. But it, it, I believe that had to factor in with why they just franchised Anthony Harris, the safety, being able to, to move some money around a little bit, free that up. Yeah, they were able to free that up. And I think it, I think Kirk Cousins is another example of what we talked about with Ryan Tannehill and a championship quarterback in a system. Kirk Cousins in this system, it's been proven that he can play at a high level. Um, Gary Kubiak runs a system that is very similar to the way that Kirk Cousins thrived in Washington. Um, It's the run game. It's the complimentary play-action passing game, some of the movement-based passes that works. He has to have the supporting cast around him. They have that in Thielen and Stephon Diggs. Dalvin Cook, I believe, is one of the best running backs in football. They have all of that. And we have seen when all of that is working, Kirk Cousins plays at a very, very high level. And so a lot of people have taken shots at Kirk Cousins because of the fully guaranteed contract, and rightfully so, but that is a manipulation of the compensation system and the franchise tax. When it comes to looking at him, he is the right fit for what Gary Kubiak wants to do. It makes sense for the Minnesota Vikings to not only get some cap relief by signing him to a deal, but also keeping him in place when you know that Mike Zimmer and Gary Kubiak might be around for a while. Yeah, I think it's a good fit. And I think Kirk Cousins getting comfortable there, I think you saw that happen. And now Mm -hmm. I think he's earned the trust of those teammates. He's become a leader on that team, and you can kind of see him – uh, you know, I think he'll get a chance to play his best football going forward here with this team. There was a lot of pressure on him after signing that contract. I think last year, just being able to, to accomplish what they were able to accomplish in the postseason kind of just eased that burden a little bit there uh, on Kirk Cousins. And I think you'll see him uh, play like somebody who's relaxed and relieved and, and even take his game to another level uh, next season. Another bit of news we had, Buck, was uh, Calais Campbell getting traded from the Jacksonville Jaguars to the Baltimore Ravens. And this was to me, kind of a classic Baltimore move. You know, Ozzy's not in charge anymore. Eric DaCosta is, is running the show, but Eric's been there under Ozzy forever, and this was just a great value. But basically, it was just you got to eat the money, and they ended up doing a new two-year contract with Calais Campbell. I think it was two years, $27 million. The Jags wanted to move on. It cost them a fifth-round pick, a fifth-round pick they acquired by trading their backup kicker uh, last year, mm-hmm. so it cost them nothing. It was uh, an incredible move there uh, for them to get this done with Calais Campbell. You know, DJ, when I look at this deal, it's, it's interesting because you talk about this being a classic Baltimore move where they find value, they eat the money, but they bring on a really, really good player. And I, I think it's interesting because when I looked at this defense – The defense played well. Make no mistake. Everyone gave Wink Martindale a ton of credit. I think he deserved a lot of credit because I think he was still playing a little shorthanded when it came to the pieces. Well, now you get a big body up front in Calais Campbell, a guy who can rush the pass, a guy who's also stout versus the run. You've alluded to this. They like length up front. And so in their 3-4 with these big bodies, him being a defensive end that can play the five technique and the like, it, it really works for them. I think on the other side, I think here's where I'm curious because You've given up a proven commodity in Calais Campbell, who even though he was older, and you bring back a a fifth-round pick. And if I'm Doug Marone and I'm David Caldwell, I I, I love having, like, picks. However, it seems like maybe they're on kind of like a a, a short-term notice. Can you hit it out the park in the draft where these young players that you're bringing in enable you to win enough games to sustain yourself so you can get to – 2021 and 2022 when you can do the full rebuild. 
Yeah, I mean, they have a boatload of picks. And, you know, people forget not only they have a bunch of picks in this draft, they've got an extra one in next year's draft as well. Um, so I would not be surprised, too, if you saw them. You know, they're going to trade. I'm assuming they'll probably end up trading Yannick Ngakwe, and they'll probably get, you know, at worst, a two, Buck, but hopefully you're, you're going to get a one there. Um, and maybe they push. I'm anxious to see if they are able to get a one for Yannick Ngakwe, if they push to get a one in this year or if they push to get one next year, because we all know what's out there, um, kind of that lottery ticket that people are looking for in next year's draft at the quarterback. For sure. For sure. Now, now, and and this is the thing, because this is um, only, you know, internally, if you're the Jacksonville Jaguars organization, like what is your long-term plan with the front office and head coaching setup that you have? Because if this is a long drawn out thing where you have two or three years and you've been assured, hey, these guys are going to be here for a while. We're going to let them do a rebuild. Well, then you are kind of loading up the war chest to be major factors in 2021 when it comes to the quarterback class and having a little more flexibility, even in this draft class. I just think it is really, really tough because you want to turn those picks into players. And how quickly will those picks turn into key contributors and players either this year and beyond. A lot of pressure on David Caldwell and those guys to get it right. Typically, they've done a really good job of drafting well, particularly in the first round, but now they got to draft well, develop them, and get them on the field and playing well right away. No doubt. Um, I want to get your thoughts on the Cowboys. I, I think, look, they ended up franchise tagging Dak Prescott. I think not getting a deal done right now is a big mistake for the Dallas Cowboys. This price is not going to go down. I, I think we just talked about Kirk Cousins. We just talked about Ryan Tannehill. Look where this market is headed. Wait till these big dogs come in. Wait till the Patrick Mahomes contract comes in, man. So to me, I'm looking at this saying this number right now needs to be closer to 40 than it is to 30, and people will think that's nuts. But 35, I, if I'm if I'm Dak Prescott, I'm not taking a penny less than 35 million a year right now. No, he, you can you can guess with the cap going up next year, Buck. You know where these numbers are going to go. Man, DJ, I've had this conversation with several several people. Um, the Dallas Cowboys misplayed this the, the entire way. Like, they, they should have been on the front end of the deal and just kind of eaten all the criticism and the things that would have come their way because this deal would have looked um, a lot smaller uh, if they had done it last year. Just think about all the gruff that the Minnesota Vikings got with Kirk Cousins, the San Francisco 49ers got with Jimmy Garoppolo. Now look at those deals in comparison to the deals that we've since seen signed. Um, I, I just I just think that this is a situation where the Cowboys should have been uh, first to the table. But now what happens is if I'm Dak Prescott and I saw Charles Woodson do this years ago, if I'm Dak Prescott, I signed a franchise tag right away. Because the money is guaranteed right yep. away when you sign it. And then the leverage goes back to the player. Because if he plays well, and I expect that he's going to play well, now you talk about in two years, he may make up to about $80 million before they even do another long-term deal if he plays on back-to-back tags. Yep. I just think it's, it's so, cousins, yeah. I think it's so advantageous for him to be like, oh, okay, you know what? We're going to negotiate this. I'm going to come in. I'm going to get in here early so I can work with Mike McCarthy, make sure my game is right, and then you're going to have to pay me big, big dollars at the end of the day. Yep, no doubt. Um, Buck, I mean, I, I would say we could talk about where we think some of these guys are going to go, but by the time people listen to this, that's, a lot of that stuff probably already be decided. What were some of the other big big news items we had over the weekend and uh, into this morning that you want to hit on? I, I think the big news for me um, 
we talked about the running back situation, the way people view running backs. I think the Derrick Henry situation is interesting. By signing Ryan Tannehill, it enabled the Tennessee Titans to franchise tag Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry was the leader in Russia. Derrick Henry had 1,500 yards. Derrick Henry is an old-school workhouse who has a ton of carries um, on him. So now if you're the Tennessee Titans – is this the way that you continue to do business? Um, you do business with Derrick Henry on a year-by-year basis. Do you ever fork over the big money? Now, this is hard for me because I've always been an advocate for running backs and paying them. But I think from a business standpoint, we have seen, look, man, you, you don't have to necessarily do it with these big money guys. And if you do do it on big money guys, why box yourself into these long-term deals? I hate it for the player, but if I'm Tennessee – I'm doing the franchise tag without even thinking about signing Derrick Henry to another long-term deal. If I'm smart this year, I am looking for a running back in the draft around the same spot where I found Derrick Henry. Second, third round, finding a big physical running back uh, that can get it, I think I would do that. Uh, A.J. Dillon type, someone that can play right now, do the same things. I can let him serve as an apprentice for a year and then – in 2021, hey, Derek, go, go test the market. We're going to go with the young fella. I just think that's the way you have to do it in the team building process, the way the league is set up. Let me just put it – I just let's put it in real estate terms here, Buck. Rent, don't buy when it yeah. comes to running backs. You go, you go rent. You go rent, but you're not buying. You might sign a, th- you might sign a three-year lease, but maybe a four, four, maybe even a five-year lease. Yes. I'm not getting into a 15-year fixed, not a 30-year fixed. No, I'm not buying. I'm, I'm renting on, on that position. And, 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 I, and I think, I mean, I think that's it because, DJ, if, if you're an executive, we have enough uh, information to know that the last handful of running backs that were signed um, – the production hasn't matched the compensation. I will say this. Uh, Zeke Elliott played pretty well last year. Even though he wasn't in shape, he had 1,300 rushing yards. He signed his big deal. But for everyone else that we talk about, the Ty Gurley's, the David Johnson's, the Le'Veon Bell's, they didn't necessarily play to the number. And so rather than get stuck um, having someone on a large number um, for a while, a year to year, it's easy to carve it out this year and then deal with next year, next year, as opposed to really stretching yourself out and being married to somebody that maybe you don't want to be married to. No doubt. Um, all right, Buck. Uh, interesting to see. I'm just checking literally Twitter as we go here, and it's just it's amazing. You're seeing all the teams, the interest in all these players. And um, I, I don't know where people are at on this. I know some people are uncomfortable, and you hear the word optics about all this stuff happening amid everything that's going on in the world right now. But see, I'll be honest with you, the, the more – I kind of think it's – it's I, I like it. And I am I know that maybe rubs some people the wrong way. I think it's a nice little escape for everybody. We've been inundated with so much news, and we're paying attention. We're being right. cautious and doing the right things on that front, Buck. But this is – we're all in our homes. Everybody's in their home right now. This has given somebody um, something to look at. Can I just give you one, one uh, idea here uh, yeah. as we kind of wrap this one up? Mm-hmm. I think it would be great when you think about um, you know all this money that's being transferred you know to some of these players, if if during this time we had owners and even maybe even some of these players who were getting you know these big cash windfalls to take some of this and invest it in in their communities who who right now are, are going through a difficult time. Um, 
I, I would love to see that. I think, you know, because I, think that, I know some people yeah. have seen all this money change hands. I think that would be a really cool thing. Yeah, I think that is the major play. And I think the way that you broke it down is absolutely perfect because it has to be a player and owner thing. I think we have seen that in the NBA. We've seen some players uh, give money to the arena workers to make sure that they're able to sustain themselves during this time. We've seen ownership uh, partner up with some of the players uh, in situations and do that. I think in the National Football League, um, it would be a great time to do that because I do believe it is in the best interest of the National Football League to kind of let the league year play out the way it's playing out because there's nothing else that is going on. So you get to dominate the headlines for a while. And it is a nice diversion from what we are seeing um, with the virus. And really, I mean, kind of like the the chaos that we're seeing exist in the world. This is being able to kind of relieve that we're having different conversations. But yes, the human side, the humanitarian side of the league certainly should encourage players and owners to inject themselves in the community and see what they can do to make it better for others. Yeah, something I know J.J. Watt, I think, has already done that. Yes. I think it was $350,000 that he's, he's put out there. So anyways, it's uh, – it's a it's a unique time right now for all of us. So I, I do appreciate you guys listening to the show here. Hopefully, um, this can give you a little bit of joy as we go through. I know we did the uh, the first round mock draft via Twitter oh, yeah. the other day. Uh, the we haven't forgot mock. about the second round. I know yeah, we, we were planning on doing that, but with free agency getting started, we wanted to let that that play out a little bit, and then we'll do. How about we just do a brand new one, Buck? A brand, brand new, new first one. round, and then we, yes. we take that on into the second round at some point in time here soon. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. I think that's the best way to do it. We got free agency that's going to pop in the next few days after it settles that first wave of free agency maybe we revisit it with a two-round mock and really blow it out all the bells and whistles all right well that's going to do it for us today a little abbreviated pod here hope you guys have enjoyed that lots of news around the nfl which means we'll be back uh very shortly here with another pod where we can update you on what's taking place uh thank you so much for listening uh he's bucky brooks i'm daniel jeremiah we'll catch you next time right here on move the sticks You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.
I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. 